We at Amazing Stories are thankful for and gracefully accept the donations we receive from our listeners from across the world who count on the unique programming we provide. You too can donate through the link provided in the description section of each episode. Please keep in mind that the continued support from our growing audience helps us fulfill our mission of bringing you a new amazing story every day. Thank you for listening, and we hope you continue to enjoy our stories. Hey guys, it's Ernie again. And I, you know, I'd rather be starring in my own Netflix series than reading these language warnings, but you know, hey, I guess somebody's got to do it. This next episode of The Cypher contains violent scenes and strong language and a washing machine full of secrets. Enjoy. Are you the rabbit? No, that's my friend. I'm the ghost with the samurai sword. It suits you. Thanks. I think. My, my parents didn't let me play video games growing up. Probably a good thing. Instead, I had Bible study three nights a week. I take it back. Can you guys maybe, like, leave the room? Uh, You're distracting me. Oh. Uh, can you leave too, please? <laughs> I'm sorry, Sabrina. We made a deal. You have five minutes left. He's right. We did make a deal. But I had no choice. A few hours ago, I spoke to my dad on the phone. At least, I think it was my dad. Her last words. <laughs> yeah, dad, her last words. What were they? Dad. Hello, dad. Look, Sabrina, calm down. Why should I calm down? After that sketchy phone call with someone who sounded a lot like my dad. I've been listening, Mr. Sinclair. Oh, please. I didn't know who to trust. Ian, just Ian is fine. For God's sake! Ian! Why did you bring me here? Why go to all that trouble, the, the Mission Impossible Rescue, when you want the same thing as Arrow? No, Sabrina. Arrow lied to you. They don't want to solve the murders. They're behind the murders. What? That doesn't make any sense. Arrow is trying to find the killer. Our members are being targeted. Your dad could be next. Didn't he explain this on the phone? What are you saying what? That Arrow is murdering scientists and trying to cover it up at the same time? Look, suppose you're a corrupt government agency who have committed crimes. How better to hide your involvement than by launching your own internal investigation? Why would they need me? They wanted to recruit you before we could. But why? Why is Arrow killing scientists? Not scientists. Storks. We're all in danger. Me, your father, all of us. We're in trouble, Sabrina. You should be. You broke the law. You created a child. Me in a lab. Oh, stop. The law was written by cowards. We are the future. You are the future. Those who represent the future are never welcomed in the present. Who said that? I don't know, Einstein? No, me. I said it. If you're so smart, break it down. Why does Arrow want to kill you? Why target my father? Why destroy the storks, besides the fact that you're all fucking weird and ethically challenged? Arrow's job is to defend the status quo. They protect the powerful, the privileged. They want the world and their tax-free government jobs to remain the same, to stay exactly as they are. All right, all right, all right, all right. You want proof? Yes, of course I want fucking proof. All right, and please don't curse. It's not becoming. Tomorrow, 
I'll take you to see someone who can give you proof. Who? Tomorrow. Do we have a deal? Not yet. I want something first. What? What did I want? I wanted to feel normal again. If I couldn't see my dad, then I wanted to see my best friend, Lucy. Sir Ian said no to that immediately. He wouldn't let me call her either. I guess he was nervous that someone could trace it. So, I came up with an alternative. I'm talking to Lucy inside of our favourite video game, Count Zero. We have nonsense usernames and signed up with throwaway email accounts. It's untraceable. Sir Ian agreed. And now he's standing over my shoulder watching me. Is that really you? I'm chatting with Lucy's avatar, a white rabbit. Yes, it's me. And I'm the purple ghost. In the world of Count Zero, you can send gifts to other players. Gifts with messages inside them. What did you just do? I gifted her all the points I've racked up, that's all. Why? I didn't want them to go to waste if I end up dead tomorrow. Nonsense. You still haven't told me anything about where we're going. You're not going to die. Oh, really? Well, I've been in two gunfights. I'm just being sensible given the circumstances. (sighs) Say goodnight to Fluffy Rabbit. I've got to go. No, no, not yet. Happy? Yes. Now go to your room and get some rest. You're not my father. I might have a bit of your DNA, but don't speak to me like I'm a child. You have a big day tomorrow. Good night, Sabrina. (laughs) Who does this guy think he is? I may have promised to go with Sinclair tomorrow, but I didn't promise not to sneak around. I give it a couple of hours, wait till I can't hear anyone moving around, and then... Shit. They locked me in my room. Yeah. That's not suspicious at all. You know how easy it is to pick a lock with a pen. You can learn on YouTube. I'm pretty sure this part of the house is just bedrooms. But downstairs... The first door I try opens immediately. It's an office of some kind. Very minimal, old furniture, 
a portrait of Bruce Lee on the wall. Weird. What, what are you... Keep your voice down. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I heard you walking in the hallway and I... How did you know it was me? Uh, I, I I didn't. It, it just sounded like you. I, I have extrasensory hearing, like a, like a wombat. A what? A cute Australian animal with big ears, kind of like you. Okay, yeah, I get it. Is, is that... Is that Bruce Lee? Come on, I need your help. Okay, but maybe this is it? No, definitely not. There's nothing important in here. How do you know? Because the door was open. It's the doors you have to break down that lead to the good stuff. You should copyright that line. It's really good. Come on. Right, right. As we walk down the hall, opening various doors, it's like being on Tinder or Hinge or something. I imagine. No? Not this one. Wait, is this one? How do you know? It's the only one that's locked. What are you doing? the lock. Wait, how did you get out of your room? What do you mean? Why didn't they lock you in too? Wait, they locked you in? Shh! Keep sorry, 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 sorry. down. Wait right here. If you hear someone coming, just sneeze. What if I need to sneeze for real? Penny, really? Yeah, yeah, really. I have allergies. I don't have access to Claritin. I need to be quick. The problem is, I don't know what I'm looking for. Sorry, I tried to hold it. I, I won't do it again. Oh shit. I didn't know what to expect. But I never thought I'd find this. Oh my god. <laughs> Can we stop for pizza? The next morning, we're in Brixton. It's eight in the morning and you want pizza. We're not stopping. Diane is expecting us. Diane? Who is this woman? You'll see. Fergus is driving. Sinclair is with him up front. I'm in the back with Benny, as usual. Right up here. Fifteen. A laundrette? Apparently, yes. Diane likes to keep herself hidden. Uh, you stay here. Kids, come with me. Uh, shouldn't I come along? No. Why not? I mean, this is my job. 
I saw a car back there. Black van, tinted windows. He was following a little too close. Six streets ago, yeah. I saw him. But he turned off, huh? Five. And he didn't. Watch for him. Come on, kids. Let's go. Good luck. I turned back. Smile at Fergus. Then as we follow Sinclair into the street, I notice something. Graffiti on a brick wall. A word of gibberish, just like in Boston. And my dream. And the book... Sabrina! Let's go! Coming! I quickly memorise the spelling. U-K-A-N... Hello? Is anyone here? This dishevelled man comes out from the back. He's carrying what looks like 12 laundry bags. Give me a hand, will we? Uh, kids, help him. I-, I have a bad back. Oh, how convenient. I'll help you out. Thanks, kid. What's in here, man? You don't want to know. You're Mr. Quentin, I presume? Oh, sorry. I own the place. You're Ian. Sir, Ian, we spoke on the phone. Right, yeah. I thought you'd be... What? I don't know, mate. I mean... Sir? You're just not what I pictured, that's all. Probably a good thing. Meaning what? Meaning I'm busy. Let's do this. Right, this way. You know, it's funny. In all these years, I've never asked Miss Trumbo what she does down there. Or why. We barely speak. Just a hello here and there. Probably for the best. Diane is a very private woman. Well, here we are. Number 11. This is her. So, we we just crawl inside? That's right. As you can see, I'm a hefty man. I myself have never been through. Wait, wait a minute. She's in there. This woman, Diane, is inside the washing machine. Yeah, through the wall. On the other side. No, sorry, I'm not crawling inside a washing machine. If you want proof, you will. Ladies first. You go first. I can't do that. Why not? He thinks you're going to run away. I think you'll try. Go ahead. Fine. So there I go. Climbing inside an industrial-sized washing machine. Careful. Uh, I'm, I'm right behind you. Not too close. R- Roger. Roger. It's, it's just an expression. All right. Benny follows me into the machine. Benny. Do you, do you see anything? Not yet. Whoever this woman is, why on earth does she live here through a wall on the other side of a washing machine? I'm on the other side. Oh, wow. What do you see? It's an office and a nice one. There's lots of books and artwork and... Ah! Sabrina! What's wrong? Oh, my God. Sabrina! 
Jermaine, are, are you okay? Why did you... Whoa! Shit! What's the problem? A woman's dead body. She's curled up in the corner. Deep claw marks all over her. As if she'd been attacked by a wild animal. Just like Dr. Usman. Well, this is upsetting. Upsetting? Isn't this woman your friend? Oh, I'm, I'm gonna throw up. I understand. It's unpleasant. But surely now, Sabrina, you will accept the truth. You see, Diane here was a lawyer. A powerful, well-regarded lawyer. And clearly your friends at Arrow viewed her as a threat. Why? She was looking into them. Arrow are corrupt, Sabrina. Corrupt and brutal. Look what they did to her. How did they find her? You told me only the Storks know her location. Clearly, I was wrong. Here. See for yourself. He hands me a folder from the desk. Inside, a stack of papers entitled Arrow Team Investigation. If Sinclair is telling the truth, if Diane Trumbo will... This is inconvenient. How did the police find us? Perhaps I should be asking you that question. Me? No, you're right. You're not clever enough to pull this off. Sabrina. I didn't call Who's down there? Hello? Oh, we are so screwed. Oh. Nonsense. Is that the police? Sir, what is your name? Thank God. I was just about to call you myself. I'm afraid there's been a, well, a tragedy. What's your name? Sir Ian Sinclair. Yeah. Oh, with a K. Are you sure it isn't Fergus with an F? The heavens, no! Shit. I don't know anything. Looking for Fergus. I hate the name Fergus. Who would do that to their child? What the hell are you talking about? I wish we could. As Sinclair talks with the police, I walk over to Diane's desk. I reach in and grab as many files as I can. Where are you? Shh. Forget me. Look around. For what? A way out. There's got to be a door or something. I will come through. Of course. Please be quick, officers. But prepare yourselves. Quite Sabrina, over here. Benny opens the cupboard, and we both look inside. What? Shoot. Just a normal cupboard. Unless the shoe racks. Uh, what about them? I think the shoe rack is a slide puzzle. Hurry, Sabrina. Give me a few seconds. Another secret door that leads to... Oh. It's, it's a record store. Huh. Very observant. Hey kids, where'd you come from? The laundry next door. Uh, where's the exit? That way. Hurry. I'm hurrying. Which way do we... Make me chase you. Fuckers! Get in. What happened? 
Did you meet the woman? She was dead. All cut up and dead. She, she was murdered. But, but, but we escaped. Oh, and the police are looking for you. I figured. Where's Ian? Back there. Shit. What are you doing? We have to go back. Why? We... No, we don't. Yes, we do. For Sinclair. He's paying me. End of discussion. But what about the police? I'll deal with them. Fergus, listen to me. If you go back for him, I'm getting out. Sabrina. Why risk your life? Our lives for Ian Sinclair. Seriously, the guy is a creep. He's like the evil doctor from A, a Girl's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> what did you say? That, that Ian Sinclair is like. Why a... did you mention that book? Of all the books, why that one? It's how we met. Me and Benny, I was looking at a book and. What's the difference? I won't go back for Sinclair. I'm not helping him anymore. I stole these files from Diane's office. I want to go somewhere safe and read them, make sense of things myself. Fergus, please. I'm done doing what people tell me. I want to figure this all out myself. Okay. But tell me one thing. Anything. What do these people need from you? Sinclair, Arrow, your dad. Besides the puzzle you solved, what is it about you? Tell me the truth. I don't know. I can't just... Please. I don't know what it is about me. Help me figure it out. Fine. I'm getting out of this car. No. No. You had me at Fergus. Let's go, kids. Really? Thank you, Fergus. Uh, no hugs. It's fine. Okay. Sorry. Where are we going? Somewhere safe. Pass me that folder. Uh, this one? Yep. One hour later, we're sitting at the kitchen table in a cold, run-down flat. This, sense. this time, we didn't even bother asking if Fergus lives here. What matters are Diane Trombo's files. What if Sinclair staged the whole thing? What? Well, he seemed way too comfortable with the police, like they were in on it. What if he knew she was dead? That whole speech he gave us back at the office. Why? Why? To make us think that Arrow are the bad guys? I don't know. There's only one thing I know for certain. We can't trust Sinclair. Most of the files are about robots. Their human rights, to be exact. It turns out she gave a bunch of interviews about it over the years. Welcome to Dangerous Minds, a podcast from BBC Sounds, featuring today's most daring and provocative intellectuals. And my guest today, Diane Trumbo, is a London-based human rights lawyer. Hi, Diane. Hello, nice to be here. Now, you recently published an article in The Atlantic, which caused quite a stir. <laughs> That's putting it lightly. <laughs> OK, so let's, let's start with the title then. Mm-hmm. Why Robots Deserve Rights. Yeah, correct, correct. So tell us, why do they? Well, why not? Uh, we know from documented observation that advanced AI can think and feel, and um, certain robots have even demonstrated complex emotional uh, states. Sorry, so, well, robots can feel? Yeah, yeah. How can you possibly know that? John, do you love your wife? Uh, yes. Prove it. All right. Uh, now, are we talking about s- psychology? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking about ethics. 
You see, in the future, we'll look back on these days in which robots had no rights, in which they are slaves and... All right, then. She was interested in robots. Fine. What's that mean for you, for us? I was wondering the same thing. I don't know. So, what's our next move? Iceland. Excuse me? We're going to Iceland. <laughs> Why? What's in Iceland? I show them one last file. I took this from Sinclair's office. When? Last night. Sneaky. You didn't tell me? I'm telling you now. So what is it? A list of names. Teenagers from all around the world. Canada, Mexico. And here, Isabella Helga Dottier from Reykjavik. Okay, so... I know her. Really? Yeah, what are the odds, right? She must be part of this. There must be a reason. What reason? I don't know. We have to go there and find her. I mean, Iceland's pretty far. Maybe call her first. It might be traced. You're a quick study, huh? Look, we need to go there, Fergus. Like old-fashioned detectives and speak to her. Face to face. I am already regretting this, fam. What's the matter? It's fucking cold in Iceland. <laughs> Why can't she live somewhere else, somewhere warm, like, like the Bahamas? I'm sitting at the gate with Benny and Fergus, waiting to board a plane to Iceland. Uh, I gotta pee. Wait till we get on the plane. Bro, I'll need to pee again by then. Okay, so... Actually... How are you? Not good. Worried about your dad? Him. Us. We're in danger, Fergus, and I can feel it. Well, that's all life is, Sabrina. Danger. Endless danger and a series of narrow escapes. Fergus, thanks again for this. Why did you agree to come? Because you obviously need me. And also because of this. Fergus reaches into his back pocket and pulls out that coverless book he always carries around with him. What is it? Read the inside title. A Girl's Guide to the Galaxy. Bingo. How did you... Where did you... About a year ago. A buddy of mine, Ray, went to prison for a spell. But before he left, he gave me this book. What, like this, with no cover? No, I tore the cover off because I was embarrassed. I thought it was a kid's book. I don't understand. Neither do I. Ray said to me, read this book, because someday it will come in handy. I think maybe today is that day. Can I read it? When I'm finished. It's been a year and you haven't finished. I like to take my time. Flight 815 to Reykjavik. Group 1, now boarding. Shit. Where's Benny? Fergus. Hey, can I can I read it now? Stay here. I'm gonna go get it. So here we are, headed to Iceland to see Isabella. I hope we find her. And I hope she has some answers. Because all I know is, I'm scared.
Cipher, Episode 6, Count Zero, featuring Anya Chalatra, Chance Perdomo, and Samuel Adewamni, is created and written by Brett Nietzsche, with additional writing by Janina Mathewson. Editing and sound design is by Steve Bond, with music by Ben Brick and me, Mark Henry Phillips. The Cipher is produced by Emma Hearn and executive produced and directed by John Scott Dryden. Is a Goldhawk production for BBC Sounds. For more details, including a full cast list, go to the BBC Sounds website. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.